What's up, guys? This is Ryan. And we are back as a fancy daydreamers for the week four recap. Welcome in, welcome in. It is not JJ. It is Big Waste instead. Um, if you want to know where JJ is, uh, here's Keone. I believe he has the scoop. Yes, um, this just in. JJ is sending his late audition in to be the voice of Bowsette in the new Mario movie. So good luck to him on that. We we were wishing JJ the best of luck. Um uh, does Bowsette have a long enough neck for him? Um, he's he's gonna. It's 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 a really um, tradi- or inspirational role. You know, a it's a role that will define a generation because much like um, Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder, who's a dude disguised as a dude playing a dude, mm. JJ is gonna be David Mills disguised as Bowsette. So that's how he's approaching this role. Is what I'm being told. Well. In case you didn't know, that was Keone. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Daydreaming Keone. I think it's Daydreamer. Daydreamer Keone. Sorry. sorry. You're daydreaming. You can follow me, producer Ian, Big Waste at Daydreaming Ian. And Ryan, we got here with us. Where can they follow you, Ryan? You know what it is R O K K O, Daydreamer. All right. So today we're going to have some news for you on this important Tuesday. We're going to have the week four recap and we're going to give you our waiver wire ads. So why don't we get into the news? First up, Chicago Bears running back David Montgomery possibly hyperextended his knee. Uh, His return is unknown, but he has an MRI Today, we will get the, or he got an MRI last night. We'll get the results later. Um, sucks. He really started off really hot this last game and then he went down. Teddy yeah. Bridgewater suffered a concussion in the first half. And I believe we have some takes on Drew Locke coming in later, but Drew Locke finished that game out for him. The 49ers, Robbie Gould, did not play against the Seahawks due to a hamstring injury, unknown if he'll play this upcoming week. Um, I don't know. Did you guys see the punter kick? It did not look good. So they really missed Robbie Gold. I don't think it really mattered much in the game, but I mean, you got to make those, you got to make kicks. So they're probably going to be, I wouldn't be surprised if they sign a kicker this week. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't do. Oh, it's because it was in the pregame. Yeah. He got game pre, uh, during warmups. Mm-hmm. Okay. Big one. Jimmy Garoppolo suffered a calf injury and did not return. His timetable is unknown right now. We're not sure how bad it is. He could play on Sunday. That's what uh, it said oh, that's right. a little think... earlier. Okay. Um, so he could play, but that also means that he's questionable right now. Mm. So, um, Trey Lance look good. All the Trey Lance owners right now are just drooling. Managers. Just, sorry, managers are just drooling. So if you had, I don't know, what's a quarterback? If you had like Kirk Cousins, would you start Trey Lance over Kirk Cousins? If Kirk Cousins plays like he played like he did against the Browns, then yes. Yeah. 
Okay, what about Justin Fields or Trey Lance? Trey Lance. Trey Lance going up against who's who's Trey Lance this week? A team in the NFL that is playing football. Arizona. There you go. Arizona. I I gave you time to to stalling. (laughs) You're vamping. (laughs) And then the I can't remember where they at. The Bears are playing the Raiders. So Justin Fields or Trey Lance. That's my question to Keone. You said the Bears are placing the Raiders? Yeah. Then I would do Trey Lance because I think despite how they played in the Monday night game, uh, that Raiders defense is is good. And Justin Fields relies kind of on the run in, to a certain extent. And I don't like Max Crosby scares me. Okay. All right. Next piece of news. Logan Thomas ruled out early due to a hamstring injury. Um, how does this affect anybody's team? Um, I mean, if you had him, hopefully you'll be able to, you can stream a tight end pretty easily. I mean, we'll be talking about some of them later, but uh, it didn't affect Taylor Heineke. So (laughs) I'm very happy for him right now, even though Logan Thomas is a, uh, my guy for this year, but uh, my guys are not doing too well this year, except for maybe Zeke. Will Fuller ruled out of the game with the hand injury. Um, he broke his finger and he's expected this time. Okay. Yeah, I saw, I saw I that earlier too. It's like, oh. yeah. there goes that, uh, that Miami, that Miami patented deep threat. So, Will Fuller, man, can't stay well, healthy I... and then all, only on the PDs. Damn it, Will. Joe Mixon is week to week with a low grade ankle sprain. This is why JJ really couldn't be on the podcast because he's the one that jinxed Joe Mixon by trying to celebrate too early. This is the real reason. Yeah, he, depression. He, he has a shrine in his room. I've seen it. It's kind of de, it's kind of depressing and concerning. So, uh, you know, got a, locks of his hair or stuff. I don't know pictures of him. It's kind of creepy, but uh, that is impressive that he was able to get locks of his hair. Well, I don't know if it's Joe Mixon's hair, but it's somebody's hair. <laughs> it just reminds me of Joe Mixon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 right it's writing the words Joe Mixon in hair. Oh, it's it's a little yeah. No, it's not Joe Mixon. It's went hair. a little deeper than I thought I was going to. See what happens when you're not on the podcast, JJ. Oh you get God. slandered. Let's move on to the week four recap. So, what are two takeaways that each of us have from these slate of games? Let's, uh, Keone, start with your takeaways. Okie dokie. My first takeaway is that rookie quarterbacks are kind of finally starting to look good in these games. It was a very good week for them because even though they went two and four on the week, uh, because basically, basically all of them played in some capacity, you know, you had, you had Trevor Lawrence, you had Zach Wilson, you had Justin Fields, you had Mac Jones, uh, David Mills and Trey Lance. They all played. So those are the six I'm talking about. Sorry, uh, for Kyle Trask. You're not going to play for a while. So anyways, um, I think they all looked better. They all looked more comfortable in each of their games. I think for a lot of them, it was their best game, including Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, and Justin Fields. They, they all looked much, much more improved than they previously shown. I think the outlier in all these games was Davis Mills because unfortunately they went against the Bills who were just dominant, like scarily dominant. And I think are being under uh, underlooked because they have that one 
um, next to them as opposed to being 4-0, but that's for another discussion. But yeah, I think they all looked really good, and Mac Jones kept in it against the reigning Super Bowl champs and only lost on a field goal in the rain. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the rookie quarterbacks doing well moving forward. Just took a little bit. I'm very glad that that Bucks game, Patriots game is now over and no longer on the schedule because that was <laughs> a terrible game to watch, um, especially just listening to the announcers. Hated it. What was your second? Hmm. My second take, and you, I think, referenced it earlier, is that Drew Locke is bad for Denver. You could have finished the sentence early and just said Drew Locke. Oh, okay. Amen, yeah, brother. Preach. Yes. Okay. So Drew Locke went 12 for 21 and 113 yards and had a bad interception in the end zone at the end of the game, which led to some amazing work by the Ravens, which I'll, I'll talk about in another bit. But there was plenty of opportunity for the Broncos to get back into this game because it was only 17-7 going into the half. and the Broncos scored a big zero points in that second half with Drew Locke. And like it's a lot of it was due to his inaccuracy or just missing his receivers because maybe um, Drew Locke or Vic Fangio, whatever one is deciding this, maybe it's a combination of the two. If you can't throw the deep ball accurately, don't throw the deep ball. There was numerous times where he was behind a receiver or just a different route was thrown. And it's like Teddy Bridgewater, even though he doesn't throw for a lot of yards, he can do short or short, accurate passes to his receivers. And then they just go down the field with the help of Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. But with Drew Locke, that's not the case. So it was just, it was frustrating. And um, the, here's the, here's the biggest, the biggest um, most wild stat I have for this with Teddy Dripwater this season, the Broncos are three and O, but with Drew Locke in, they are now three and one. So that's just the sound of your brain exploding. You know, that awesome series of fact and figure right under your nose the whole time. And you didn't even see it, but uh, thanks to me. Now, you know, the cold hard truth. I'll, I'll give you a moment to process. I think the, I think the three wins Teddy Dripwater got was against teams that are combined three wins total. But I agree. Drew Locke is bad. Um, how is this even a debate in the preseason of who's going to be the starting quarterback? It, it clearly needs to be Teddy Dripwater. Yeah, so let's hope because it's only a concussion, or I mean, not only a concussion, but let's hope he's able to get out of concussion protocol faster than he would, say, another injury. Yeah. All right, Ryan, what are some of your takeaways from this week? Uh, so my first takeaway is... Was DJ Moore too underrated? Uh, right now, he's in the top five of wide receiver receptions, targets, um, receiving yards, and touchdowns. He's actually crazy because he has three touchdowns, and last year he only had last two years he only had four. That's his career high is four touchdowns, and he's about to pass it. Uh, I mean, just been really good. Sam Darnold and his offense has really improved, and they are all like. DJ Moore is the guy for Sam Darnold. Um, my second takeaway is the about the Steelers offense. Um, like we said on the live stream, we think Big Ben is washed. 
and Big Ben being washed is really affecting Chase Claypool and Juju. Uh, Jubu, Juju, sorry, not Jubu. <laughs> Jubu? <laughs> uh, Juju hasn't had more than 53 uh, yards in the game and has only had six receptions. Uh, Chase Claypool did get 96 yards in his last game, but remember that Juju and Johnson were both hurt for that game, and he had 15 targets. But Claypool hasn't scored a touchdown yet. So really the two main guys that you can um, start probably on a weekly basis and be the only Steelers to start is Najee Harris, who's now has three touchdowns and is a target monster for Big Ben. Just a drop, you know, drop offs. And the Steelers offense line is running a little bit better. It's still not great. And then Deontay Johnson, again, uh, during the live stream, we did a blind resume. And even though he's missed a game, he still has more receptions and more, uh, more receptions and more targets than DeAndre Hopkins. He also has two touchdowns so far, and he could have had another one last game. Um, yeah, the Big Ben is really holding back this offense from being what it could be and what we all thought it could be in the offseason. But there's only two usable pieces here, and that's and that's Johnson and uh, Najee Harris. Yeah, their their defense is is not. Um, you just can't like they're they're playing so bad that their defense, which is really good, just can't keep them in games. Well, I like, you can't rely on that. I defense. do have another actually a crazy stat for you, is that Pittsburgh has not scored more than 17 offensive points in the game. When they beat the Bills, uh, they ever. Oh, sorry, this season. Okay. <laughs> wow. I'll go with ever. I believe it. Uh, but um, they did score 24 points in week one. But remember, they had a punt block return for a touchdown or whatever, a defensive play that was for a touchdown. So they've not scored more than two touchdowns in the game so far. Hmm. Yeah, it's he has to get the ball out super quick. And just sometimes, you know, if there's good coverage or or whatnot, then it just either goes on the ground or he gets sacked. Like I said, there was, there was times where it's like, he tried to fake the, but like fake do the fake pump. And it's like, there's not enough time for him to fake pump. You're either going to throw the ball or you're going to fake pump and that's it, you know, and he can't run the ball. My goodness. He is like a fridge, not like um, the William, the refrigerator Perry. No, he is like a, you know, uh, Kenmore fridge, just in the middle of your kitchen, just sedentary. Oh man, he he does kind of look like uh one of those old top to bottom fridges too. Mm. Um I think I only have one takeaway for this week and it is the dolphins are boring to watch. I am not interested in any of their games. They're really bad and I don't know if Tua or Jacoby Brissett is better for the team and I think that's saying something about their quarterback situation right now. Um, I mean, they beat the, the Patriots week one by one point, but Mac Jones first game, eh, still figuring it out. I get it. Then they lost to the bills 35 to zero Then they lost an overtime to the Raiders. And somehow that game while still going into overtime was not exciting. And then this week they just were never even in it. It was just I, I just don't like the Dolphins. And s- some of these teams that are bad are getting incredibly bad. I think, if anything, that's mm. a second takeaway, is that the difference in good teams and bad teams feels to be widening in the NFL. Like there was, That's because preseason's be that, over now. Mm. Yeah, 
But I, I guess there usually is that one team that's really bad. I know we've had an 0-16 Lions. I know we've had an 0-16 Browns. We had the Bucks back in the 70s lose like 27 straight or something like that. But I feel like there's a bottom four teams now in the NFL, and those bottom four teams are just atrocious while everyone else is like a clear step above. And I think for like the four this year, it might be – four or five, like the Falcons, the Giants, the Jets, uh, and the Lions. After that, it's just like, okay, other teams are struggling. Um, Let's move on to some love-hate. So, Keone, Mm. what's your love of this week? So, my love is NFL streaks. We're good streaking! Anyways, I'm going to talk about three major active streaks in the NFL right now. And if you can think of more... Uh, please let me know because I'm sure they're out there, but I'm only thinking of three right now. So the first is the Miami Dolphins. They extended their streak of consecutive games with the turnover. I believe it's to 26 games now. Uh, it came on a Naheem Hines fumble. It was on special teams, but still it counts. That is a turnover. Um, and it's a pretty big feat, you know, cause like if any streak through multiple seasons is, is an accomplishment, especially on defense, which changes so often and so frequently between every year the second streak and i think the more interesting in a way is the ravens tying the steelers rushing record i think they set in the 70s so now they have 43 straight games with at least 100 yards rushing and i love that because it's so petty the way they did it to get it so not only did it come at the um at the end of the game it came off a pick in the end zone and so then they had the ball back at the end of the game and they chose to run it. Yeah. Yeah. And they chose to run it and get the, and they got it on that last, on that last play. And it's just like, ugh, it's chef's kiss. Um, fantastic. You know what? Cause why not go for it? You know, don't, don't not do it just because it's the, the quote unquote, maybe honorable thing to do or whatever. Or it's the respectful thing to do. Fuck that. Like go for yours, go for that streak. You, you know, that's fair. Don't Fuck sacrifice, that. but also don't be mad when I hit Lamar out of bounds because I'm coming for that leg, bro. Oh, I'll no, no, true. Like, to me, and then all of a sudden think it's going to be fair, bro. I'm a dirty player. Oh, yeah, no, I'm going to, I'm going to try and hurt you. But anyway, I don't you know, prov- if you're going to, I don't think balance is good. But I'm okay, sure. Not promoting it. Um, I would respond with violence, <laughs> but I don't condone it. <laughs> Um, and then my third and most important streak is the streak that is the 25,569 days as of this recording. And that is the streak of consecutive days that Bruce Arians has been a bitch. <laughs> um, so yeah, happy, happy belated birthday to, uh, yeah. Happy belated birthday to, to Bruce Arians, who is 70 as of Sunday. Um, so been a bitch all the way. So congratulations to him. Um, but yeah, streaks, they, uh, they add excitement to the game. You know, it's a game within a game and it just, you know, it's, it's something to, to look forward to in a way. And it's, you know, it's also something to bet on if you, if you're into that type of stuff. So, but gamble responsibly, you know, there you go. That's responsibly. All right, yes. Ryan, what's your love for the week? Uh, my love for the week is Taylor Heineke. Uh, the story is great. Uh, I think that he is a kind of good quarterback. I don't know if he's good or not, to be honest, but I like the way he plays. Um, he really focused on Terry McLaurin. So shout out to that. Cause I want that to happen. And 
I kind of like his story. That's the reason why he's loved. I mean, am I good at adding to my fantasy teams? Maybe. I thought this Atlanta Hawk, or not Atlanta Hawk, Atlanta Falcon defense is bad. So he was a streamable guy, but I'm not sure if he's really a guy that I'm looking for on a weekly basis. Uh, he does also like to jump and do the pylon dive type of thing. That's the only way he could score. I respect it. Scoring style. Um and for my, oh, do we? Do you say your hate? You say you hate Keone? Yeah. No, you can uh, not yet. Oh, but I, I go for it. Yeah, I appreciate. I appreciate the love for Taylor Heineke because if you weren't going to say it, um, I was worried somebody wouldn't because he, I, he's my boy going into this week. You know, I said it last week, and he, uh, he performed to uh, the standard that I believed in him that he could. So, uh, I just, yeah, grab, grab yourself a Heineke. Oh, yeah. and we were also talking about this last week, but drop Washington's defense. They are bad. They couldn't, they couldn't stop oh, yeah. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan had four touchdowns. And I'm um, it's okay, drop them. It's time. That's that's a good point. Yeah. It is now time to drop the, the Washington defense. The Ryan, stream. Is that your hate? The Washington defense? Yeah. No, no, no. no. I just just thought of that oh, okay. right now. What, like, hey, because it's time to drop we, them. We did talk about it. Yeah. yeah. We did talk about it last week. What's your hate then, Ryan? What the Texans are doing to Brandon Cooks. Trade that man. Let him be free. Mm. 40 to zero. <laughs> God damn, <And> bro. <laughs> how, many, how many receptions did he have? Like five? I don't know. My, my phone's not loading. I can't tell yeah. you, but damn, it was bro. Not, it, was, it was not enough. Like, he should be targeted every play. Let that man be free. That is jail. Sweet baby right. Jesus. <laughs> Davis Keone. Mills, four interceptions. <laughs> I'm interrupting you because that is ridiculous. Brandon Cooks needs to be set free and sent to a good team. Who, who is I the, don't uh, even the Texans? Actually, not even a good team, just an okay team. He don't deserve this 0-16 they're about to get. Or Sorry, they won the game. 1-16 they're about to get. Who was the quarterback? Matt Schaub, right? Had like Schaub. Was it Schaub? Schub? Schaub? Tony Schaub? Um, he had was was it like three or like four or five games in a row where there was like a pick six, right? And so I just it feels like that again, where it's just like David Mills. Don't they're they're it's it's repeating again. Yeah. I just can't take it. And Brandon Cooks deserves better. You're right because it's like we said he was gonna. The only saving grace for him is him getting all the receptions. But if you don't give him the receptions, then look what happens, Texans. This is your this is your control test, or this is your test. Like you saw what happened, so don't let it happen again, or just get rid of him. All right, County. Quickly, what is your hate for the week? My hate for the week is the Saints. Like my goodness, the Saints. You basically lost twice on Sunday. First, and that you even allowed the Giants to get into an overtime game with you, and then. Even worse, you actually lost in overtime to the New York football giants. I mean, Jesus, how it's disgraceful. Thank you for adding football. Yeah, we 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 thought we thought their defense was gonna do well, and then they were for most of the game, and then just something happened with with Saquon and he went off in that last quarter and a half, including um, including the overtime. So it's just it's it, it's it's inexcusable be better saints and all around because uh, james winston only got like a hundred and something yards passing and so and that's like consistently he's only passed for a hundred something yards each game 
but this is a bad defense that they're facing. And this was a bad offense that they're facing because they were missing Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton. Like, come on. So just no excuses. I'm disappointed in you, Saints. Let's move on to our waiver wire additions for this week. Uh, these are going to be players that are rostered in 33% of leagues or fewer. Uh, so, Ryan, let's go with let's go with your first one. Let me just knock out all three. Okay, go. Yeah, do them all three. Okay. Uh, my first one is because of Damon Montgomery hurt is Damon Williams. Uh, he does have a bruised thigh. Okay, so he is questionable right now. But Damon Williams is very good and um, will get most of the work. Tariq Cohen is still on PUP, and they have a rookie behind him, Khalil Herbert. Uh, my second uh, waiver wire ad is a kind of a split up. We'll see later in the week. Is uh, Chris Evans and Shmanji P. Ryan. Like I said, Joe Mixon is hurt right now. Uh, Chris Evans is a better re- uh, receiving back. Um, he has three receptions on three targets for 40 yards. But P. Ryan has played more and um, has rushed more. Evans has rushed zero times this season. P. Ryan, I think, is only nine or ten. Um, and my last one, this is for if Julio and A.J. Brown are out again next week, is Jeremy I'm going to say this name wrong, so let's just do it anyways. Uh, Mick Nichols. Maybe that's right. Uh, he yeah. is 2% or 2% rostered. Um, he led the team in receiving yards and targets and receptions. He is a running back. He plays all the two minute. So if you're in a pinch and you're in a PPR league, start him up in the flex. If those two are out, because he's going to get targets like that again. I think it was eight receptions for 74 yards on 12 targets. Okay. All right, Keone, who are three uh, waiver wire ads you have for this week? So I, another, another guy I talked about, and he, I will talk about him until I'm not able to talk about him in this segment anymore. It is Sam Darnold. He is 18.3% rostered, and he is the QB5 right now. Coming off his best game against the Dallas Cowboys, this is his upcoming schedule. Here's the next four games. Philadelphia. Winnable. Minnesota, winnable. Giants, easily winnable. Falcons, easily winnable. Those are five, four prime courses being served up on a platter. I appreciate you, know, you for not saying the Eagles are easy winnable. Thank you. Save my I feelings. Mean, it's a winnable. It's winnable. It's a, it's a, yeah. But you didn't say easy winnable, and I appreciate yeah. that. Thank you. Still You're welcome. Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's on a easy mode, not baby mode. But yeah, those are uh, those are three or those are four teams that can be you know served up on that piece of butcher paper or whatever for his his to eat North Carolina barbecue in those games because their defense is really good and Sam Darnold's ability to run the ball is really good and we saw that on full display against Dallas and I know he's going to have to do that more with CMC being out so maybe expect that in the next few weeks. But even with CMC, he was still playing well, and it's just showed that without him, it's not a it's not a crutch. And lead I just really like rushing, Sam Darnold. Rushing touchdowns, leading the league in rushing touchdowns so, with five. Yeah, like let's go, let's go, Sam Darnold. I think he's definitely worthy of of starting, like for sure. He is performing great, and his schedule is great, and you know that team is actually much better than we thought. To play a little so game, he is a complete Sam Darnold or Trey Lance. Sam Darnold. 
Sam Darnold's QB five right now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I, I really like Sam Darnold right now. And it's just unfortunate in dynasty that I have Josh Allen and Justin Herbert. So it's like, Oh, I'm worried though. Come on. Yeah. No, no, no. Bench Justin Herbert. I'm starting to think I'm starting to think. Um, and then my next, my next guy is Dalton Schultz of the uh, uh, Dallas Cowboys, 21.6% rostered. It will probably be past the 33% mark after this week, but he is being targeted by Dak Prescott a lot and more than his receivers. It seems at times um, we, it seems like we saw his name a few times on each drive and he's also getting a decent amount of decent amount of yards uh, each um, each week. So it's not like he's totally touchdown dependent, even though he has been getting touchdowns and that offense is Kellen Moore's offense is, is pretty like it's in its groove right now. So it's, it's calling up plays that will go to Dalton Schultz and Dak is throwing safe touchdowns and just safe passes. And I think that's a high powered offense that has a lot of momentum. So Dalton Schultz is a beneficiary of that. Number three, Jamison Crowder. I know JJ was going to talk about him, but I also had him, um, clearly he is 14% or 14.6% rostered. And for a long time, I thought he's been the best wide receiver on the jets. It's just unfortunately that he plays for the jets. So it's just like, it's kind of being like the shiniest piece of corn in the giant turd. You know, it's. <laughs> I to put that. I know it's, I came up, I had to come up with it on the spot, but I didn't have to, but I just did, but still I I'm going with it. He is the shiniest piece of corn in the turd that is the Jets. And I know they have um, they have uh, Corey Davis right now, but still I think Jamison Crowder, um, if he if he is not injured, that's the only thing he's been injured a lot like throughout his career. But when he plays, he's very good and he gets targets and he gets touchdowns. So as long as he's he's uh, on the field, Jamison Crowder is a guy that will get points for you. I want, right. I want to say something about your number four, Keone. It was Kenneth Gaywill. Uh, mm-hmm. Just a quick fact. He is now out-touched Miles Sanders last game, 11-10, to 10, and now has two red zone touchdowns, which is yep. wild. He's, he's doing big. more with less. And that's big. breaking news, uh, you forgot the best streak of them all, and that's you going 0-4 in Dynasty. Shout out to my boy Aaron for letting us know that. Uh, 0-4. It's all right. I can I can console my ring and championship belt from last year. It'll help the tears. So you'll dry it with the belt. Yeah. Oh my Just, god. Uh, uh, I have I have one real quick. Um it's maybe well, we talked about it in the Twitch stream. Um, but Dawson Knox, 20% rostered, has a very good um next game if you're just looking for streaming. Um, you know, with the tight end position is so up and down that if you are just going to be streaming, Dawson Knox could be a good option this week. They do play the Chiefs, so Bills versus Chiefs should be a high-scoring matchup. It should be a, a good one, and he could sneak in for a touchdown when they're trying to focus heavily on, like, a Stefan Diggs or Emmanuel Sanders right now. So that's a, a big one that I'm going to say is Dawson Knox. Uh, anybody that we... Couldn't say for the list, but we kind of looked at first. Anyone we're dropping? Any any other player we want to mention for good or bad? 
Um, I don't know if, I, again, I don't, I, I, it's hard to find people because usually the people are like, oh yeah, I'll go with this guy. They're already owned in a lot of leagues. So it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of tough to, um, to do that. Um, and I, I didn't check the numbers of certain people, but um, I'm trying to look for um, uh, drop people because they're definitely probably our drop people. Robbie Anderson. Um, yeah. I mean, Robbie Anderson's like, eh. I know I said him last week, but I think. Uh, what Ryan said last week was he needed to see one more. And now I don't think he impressed as much. So, yeah. Well, yeah. Cause David, uh, uh, DJ Moore is clearly the guy. Yeah. And so it don't seem to be like going to many other people. Um, oh. Are we talking about people who will drop? Yeah. You have any drop candidates? Out of pettiness or out of real life? <laughs> Either way. <laughs> Your petty one. Let's Let's hear it. Okay, my petty one. <sighs> let me, let me, let me make sure I, I don't want to be too stupid. No, be really petty. <laughs> be mad. Honestly, 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 honestly. Travis Kelsey. No. Four point. <laughs> no. It's actually Ceedee Lamb. Oh, oh, that's who I thought about earlier, but I'm like, that's that's a really bold. And it's like, not his fault. But talking about this Cowboys offense, they are spreading it out quite a lot. And for him, he went from 15 targets to nine targets to three targets back to five. And he only had 13 yards. And for wow. being a guy that I thought I think is talented. And uh, when we looked at this week one offense, you're like, dang, 15 targets Cooper got. 16 and it being like did you guys and it, like i mean i know they're running the ball great but like hey you guys got some mm. dogs out there what's what's getting the ball right you know you know wide receivers brock harder when they get the ball afterwards so can we get cd the ball can we can we get him he's he's also gone down on uh snap percentage mm. First week, he only had 73, which was his lowest. And then week two, he had 97%, then 86, and now 80%. So, so yeah, that's probably my pettiest one. It's not a, really a drop candidate. It is a guy I would think about putting on the bench, but his offense is so good. You know, you can't really put anyone on the bench. I don't really know. Um, another guy that I would drop, and this is not out of pettiness, it is... Somebody really petty. Robert Tunyon. <laughs> Boy, I've been waiting to talk about this for a long time. I thought he wasn't that good last year, and he's not getting the touchdowns this year. So, Fair enough. Yeah. No, I mean, he's that uh, he was the big touchdown guy, and it's just that offense doesn't seem to be necessarily going to him as much. But I think oh my, I, 28. It, it took him a little bit to. He is 28th in tight ends. He has mm-hmm. one touchdown, and in. Three of four games, he has less than nine receiving yards. Wow. Okay. Yeah. They're just not going to the tight end this year yet. Yeah, that's fair. I couldn't, I couldn't handle having that. All right. I think that'll do it for us. Um, do you guys have any plugs you want to say? Um, happy Spooktober. Spooktober? No. just Happy, happy spooky season. Check our Instagram, uh, day underscore dreamer media. Um, where you can find our rankings on our post. Please check out our website, daydreamermedia.com, where you can find our updated rankings. 
I know that we had Gronk ranked pretty high on our Instagram, but please go on our updated rankings on the website because we can change it for you and show you where we you know where else we would go. Um, we have a great start sit article, and that's to tell you who you shouldn't play because Ian's been jinxing everybody. Um, and shout out to the Twitter, which I don't remember, and shout out to my Twitter, R O K K O Daydreamer. Our Twitter is FF Daydreamers. Please some sort of support us on Patreon if you have the means. That's Daydreamer Media. And we also have a YouTube. We are putting updated content on there uh, as frequently as possible. Uh, just Daydreamer Media for that one. We are, uh, a lot of the time we put a little clips. We have some ads. We have anything on our YouTube page. Uh, of course, like Ryan said, check out our website. You can find all of our content on our website, or at least a link to all of our content there. Um, and with that, you know what? I think we need to uh, stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming.